Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, 7 o'clock Friday night. Where else would you want to be than watching the Long Run Podcast live stream? I'm Ian Wilson. This is brought to you by the 40 Runs Running community. Um, If you don't catch us live on video at 7 o'clock on a Friday, you can download us on all your favourite podcast providers. Now, got two-thirds of the uh, usual crew in today, but unfortunately... No, Alan. So we had to get another token Arsenal supporter in. So we've invited our good friend, Mr. Eddie George. <laughs> Hello. You're all right. Us. How are you, mate? Very well. A bit croaky, though, because I did go to the Arsenal last night. So. Oh, did you? Ed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought everybody <laughs> usually went home with 10 minutes to go. Yeah, not, yeah, anymore. not anymore. Oh, yeah. Golden times. Yeah. Delighted for you, mate. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Glad you had a great Me time. <laughs> Lovely to see you, though, mate. Anyway, 40's back. You right, son? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm looking forward to tonight. Obviously, Al's not here, but we've we've picked the best sub. It's like we've had to substitute Messi because he's injured and mm. we've born Christian Ronaldo off the bench. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So, I think for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Eddie is a qualified England Athletics run leader, super experienced. Um, so, fire in your questions to us um, about anything running related or not even running related. We no longer care. Uh, just fire them in, stick them into the chat. If you're listening to this as a podcast, and thanks to everybody who's been listening to this as a podcast and made it, get ready for it, boys. One of the top <laughs> running podcasts in the UK, I kid you not. Um, top three at the moment in the charts. Thank you very much, Absolutely everybody. Absolutely crazy that we're in crazy the top Crazy that we're three. top three. Which is quite, I mean, it's quite telling, actually, because um, this week is a bit of an anniversary for us because we did. Um, we started off doing these broadcasts on um, the Clubhouse format which um, we had a bit of trouble getting going the format wasn't great mm. and you could only get it on an iphone and we had we couldn't be as inclusive as we possibly could and that's really what the um the podcast was born out of and that was and it's a year ago this week since we did our first one amazing isn't it um, yeah amazing. and nobody I, I, goes I on a friday night anymore and i wouldn't say the quality is improved what i would say is that we tend to talk for longer uh, that's yeah. probably the, the main difference is that like the other week it was like an hour and 15 minutes that we wasted everybody's evening of um, but that said, there have been some incredible reviews, and and I know Wilco will give some shout outs in a bit on that. But what I would say is, firstly, thanks to everybody who has been doing the reviews and stuff um, about the podcast and giving it five stars, uh, which does, I think, one of the reasons why it is pushing up the charts. But also, um, yeah, just thanks to everyone who shared it really and commented and stuff like that. It honestly means a lot to us. Uh, we muck about, 
but it, it, it really does mean the world because we say we don't do any marketing we we don't really we don't bother we don't know how it works to be honest um so thanks to everybody the only reason that this is popular or getting even more popular is through you guys and being part of uh what we're doing uh, and uh yeah we really really and we've really got a bit of a compi it. going on haven't we for um, yeah. to send reviews to sort of like get some exclusive merch a bit like chris's hat that he's modeling now that is so yeah. exclusive he won't yeah. even give me and toby one no no this is so exclusive that there's only been one made um but yeah so if you want to if you want to stick a um what's it called a review up on apple podcast mm. i think is the one it's probably the easiest one and according to the stats is what most of you guys listen to this back on Stick that review in for us. And then what we're going to do uh, at the end of March, we're going to pick the best ones. So it doesn't need necessarily to be nice. Um, we'll pick but one or two. Having said that, mate, the standard is high. Yeah, the standard is high. There's a couple. And we will... I mean, Dominic 2011, he wrote in. I mean, I don't know if mm. he is only 11 years old. Might be. Could be. Could be. If he is, he's chopped right, the guy well, off because he's he is, preparing he... for the London Marathon. So Mm, anyway, yeah. he said, I've been listening to Long Run Podcast since I started preparing for the London Marathon last year. The podcasts are a combination of lighthearted, very informative, and above all, really accessible and fun advice. Checks in the mm. post, Dom. I yeah. think the podcast is quite unique in its approach and topic, and there is no pretense to it at all. Keep up the fab work. So there it's you go. Amazing, isn't it? That's the sort of stuff you've got to be up with. Were they, were yeah, they so listening to DJ, DJ1989 yeah. and Jason Gould also giving us excellent feedback. Big shout-outs. We oh, love you, fellas. Thanks ever were, so much. Were they actually listening to, like, our show? Or were they, do you think, listening to something else and then... It might have been a sign-off for Marathon Talk, you know. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm gone. thinking. You know, one of that sounds. That sounds a little bit... Oh, actually, talking of shout-outs, uh, hang on. I've got to keep... I bet. Um, I've got... I'm, all, I'm actually almost organised. I would... You know, this is me we're talking about, but I am almost organised this week. I've got to give a shout-out to... Jason Gould on Strava, who wrote yes. Now, and I and I, I apologise because I don't really know how this Strava stuff works. I don't really pay any much attention unless I'm running faster times than Toby on it. I don't pay much attention to Strava. No, not very often then. Uh, no, but uh, Jason Gould wrote something on one of my runs. He would just wrote a really really nice um, comment on there. I don't know how to respond. So I thought the easiest thing to do is respond on here. So thanks, Jason. We've also got to give a shout out to all the guys doing the Brighton half this weekend, which includes. Our very own OAP, Alan, he's going to be down there and they're going to be turning bright and pink. So if you see anybody um, in 40 Runs kit, shout out Oi Oi 40 it's Runner a... at them. Uh, that's going Judging by the, um, by the Facebook group, there's a lot of people doing um, in Wokingham doing the half this week. And also, oh, um, I'd just like to put out a shout for people doing um, the well in half in Eddie's neck of the woods. Um, oh, yeah. Particularly... Rachel Aldridge and Laura Godfrey from uh, our Hartford group on um, Tuesday. Their enthusiasm yeah. over the last week, few weeks has been absolutely brilliant. They're dragging I think that's everybody down to through. They've been a brilliant, yeah. both been brilliant additions to the group, and they're yeah. doing their first half marathon in Good luck. well in on Sunday. I know they're going to absolutely smash it. So uh, I just wanted to wish them all the best of luck for that. In regards to John Ald's question, uh, what do you guys think about the ballot? That's what we're going to be talking about in a bit. Um, what don't you I know? Think? <laughs> I know Wilco's a little bit nervous about what's coming, uh, and probably by rights. So, but we will get yeah. on to. Well, it's okay because the... I'm trying to sort out this move. So I've been on my solicitor for most of the day. Okay, so I could give her a ring about this as well. I'm sure she. Yeah, it might be. It might be worth. Yeah, it might be worth getting a solicitor on. Um, because this could get us into trouble. But we will come on to ballots, and, and in particular London Marathon ballot and stuff like that. But don't, don't worry, we want to hear from our uh, worldwide viewers and listeners in terms of ballots. I know because we've done a little bit of research. When I say we did a little bit of research, while I was watching the news early, I was scrolling through my phone looking at ballots. That took for about three minutes. So when I say that's you know the level of research I did. But I found out the Chicago Marathon... Non-guaranteed entries is six weeks, the ballot process. Allegedly. I mean, that's what I've read on the internet. But we'll come on to that later in the show. Um, stick all your stuff in the comments. Stick all everything in the chats. Right. OK. So, um, Toe, uh, do you want to tell them about the matchsticks, where you're at in terms of your matchsticks? It's a question on everybody's lips. Well, it's yeah. important. I had, like, I had half a pack left from last week. I think that's quite impressive. And now I'm halfway through the half that I left. He had so. three packets, people, right, from Christmas. And he's well, down. I've still got two in the cupboard. 
Mm. One so mint, one got... orange. That's a question. Okay. Mint and, or orange? What would you go and for? Ter- and in terms of your diet, because we went to Costa the other day. He made me inside go to Costa, right? After, I can't remember what we did. He made us go to Costa. And we and he had porridge. So, me and Si smacked. I had two um, bacon vegan rolls. The ba- You know, the vegan one. So, don't worry about that. It's still on the vegan, uh, 90% vegan. Um, but, Tobad Porridge. So, how's your diet going, bruv? Let the viewers know, because I know they're worried about you. No, my, my diet's going well. The, the thing about Costa is when Si went to pay, and the mm. lady behind the till making the, uh, making the drink said... Is it just one drink with this this amount of food? Yeah, yeah so much food. <laughs> she thought it was for four people. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you've done well, when the lady thinks that you should have more coffees with your food. So exactly. big shout out to Si. I thought you was going to um, say he was going to ask for ID or something. No, no, no. She was asked if he, if he wanted more um, if he wanted more drinks. Actually, and, and again, thanks to everybody, because I put a video out today about the um, just the, the return thing on the... You know, where I've been uh, on the Huel, I wouldn't call it diet because that's not fair. Uh, and I put out that today, just a bit of an update on how I'm doing. I lost, I said to you guys, I lost a stone on that through Christmas, which I think is probably the hardest time to do it. Obviously, then I had my surgery and stuff like that. But I think now with getting back into training and uh, with everything coming back, let's say normal, uh, hopefully that continues in terms of the weight loss. So that's what I'm doing. But watch that video. It talks a little bit about it today. But thanks to everybody with nice video. I do find with certain videos, when you touch on certain subjects, one, you always get the know-it-alls. It's like the geezer I put up on Instagram the other day, who actually I think has deleted his comment because he got annihilated uh, by all, uh, all of my lovely people who follow me. So thanks, everybody, because he was you know, saying that I ain't won nothing and I don't know nothing because I've never won a race and all this. So I wrote back and said that I actually won the egg and spoon race at school. Don't that count? Did you tell um, him you were leading the landmarks? No, I didn't. I should have said that, actually. I led the land and landmarks half of three seconds. But he wasn't impressed. Uh, and then he got hammered by a few other people. Um, but, yeah, no, whenever you talk about weight loss and stuff like that, you always get a lot of people who know a lot more about it than me, which I, I totally understand, right? Because, you know, it's just, just me. I, what do I know? I'm not a nutritionist. Uh, but the feedback on that video today was, was really nice. So thanks, everybody, who um, commented on that. And on Sunday, we've got the video that Tobin and I filmed a while ago, which is a great one. And it is about us running home from the West Ham Stadium. So that's a good video. If you if you're chilling on Sunday, uh, check that out. It's a quite, it's a good one. Um, it was a good run. That wasn't it, Tobe, on the way home. It, it was once we worked out how to get out of the Olympic yeah. Stadium the right way. The first part of it is us getting lost. Just as uh, well, I think we went round about up. three times. To yeah, we went around the Olympic Park about three times. But yeah, so it is actually a good video. I, I, I watched it back in the edit um, the other day when I put it up, and it's it's ready to go. So. Yeah, I tell you what, I just had a thought um, before we get into, because I want to talk a little bit about Manscaped, but Ed, what are you up to? You're running because we haven't seen you for a bit. Oh, he's there. Ed, you're alive. Yeah, I'm here. So where are you at with your running, bruv? Field of view, I haven't seen you for a while. Planned out. Oh, very well now. I've taken a little bit of hibernation. And uh, don't worry about things too much. From Berlin, which was here finally after however many years messing around with that. Um, so I'm working back for now. I'm just scheduling in races now, 25 weeks really, until we come easing back into it over the next few weeks and it kicks off properly, I think, end of March, my training again. So, but yeah. I've started going to the gym a lot more again, which is good. So I'm lifting a lot of weight again, which is good fun. Hmm. Yeah, you did that before, didn't you? You got into your weights and stuff, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I, I, think, you I, I do a lot of core stuff, a lot of core stuff, and I do help it, find it helps massively with my posture when I'm running and things like that and just mm. keeping your back in the right position all that sort of stuff. Apart mm. from that, and then... Uh, yeah. So you got nothing in the pipeline for the next few weeks, races or anything like that? Nothing races. I've got my first race at the moment this year. I think is the 23rd of April. I'm doing a... Um, just a very low-key event, just more of a as a check-in. It's like one of these long six, seven-hour time things, but I'm going to go and run a half marathon as fast as I can to see if I'm in the right place before I kick off into marathon properly for the autumn. Hmm, makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, firstly, anyway, most importantly, thanks for coming on, bruv. And um, 
Yeah, looking Bailing forward to getting out. into it over the next couple of weeks. Uh, what's that, uh, Wilco? Bailing us out. Yeah, getting us out of the old... Again. Um, uh, and actually, funny enough, we've been lining up some guests, people, so don't don't despair. We've got some yeah. um, cracking it guests lined up, actually. It could get better over yeah. the next few weeks. So we're number Come three back. at the moment in the UK. We could be number one by the by the end of March. We could be number one. Is the, is the high calibre of guests we've got coming. But as we've said from day one, right, we are not bowing to everybody else and getting all these celebrities on and, you know, so they can prom- self-promote and all that. I genuinely turned down two book people coming on this week. Uh, one was from a publisher who wanted me to get some geezer on about his book. And good luck with him, right? No, I ain't got no qualms about, you know, you wanting to do all that sort of stuff. But this is not what this is here for. We're here uh, to talk about running and stuff that, you know, that's, things that are impacting us everyday runners that we're all going through. So um, we t- I turned down two of them today. Uh, well, uh, yeah, so we, the guests we've got coming on, we hope are, you know, in line with what you're thinking about, talking about and, and all that kind of stuff. So, for example, in a couple of weeks, we've got somebody who's on who's a bit quicker than us four and he's going to help us with some tips on speed. You know, like, so when we've got Monica on, you know, with the, the injury prevention, that kind of stuff that we, we all generally are interested in. Tonight. And actually, a big shout out to Monica, uh, MFB, what is it, MFB Osteo, follow her on Insta, because she's helped us out with an email that I'm going to get onto later. So, friend of the You're show. Monica, big when sh- we've all calmed yeah. down. Big, sh- <laughs> big shout out to Monica for helping us out with that. Now, um, next week is, is it next week? 8th of March, is that next week, boys? Or is that the week after? Week after. Week after. The uh, reason I mention that is because it's uh, it? National Women's uh, Day or thing or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, and that made me thinking again about the old manscaped. Um, just about again, boys. Important message from us to make sure you are checking yourselves and looking after yourselves. Um, I know how you can relate the two, but it's just the fact of you know women's and, and all that sort of stuff. But also, I think for us boys, um, it's important to make sure that in terms of testicular cancer, the manscaped guys uh, uh, do a lot of you know work with testicular cancer um, charity. So it's important. And I tell you what, Toe. Right now is probably yeah International Women's Day. Thank you. Uh, right now is probably a good point. If we play the um, video for landscape, bear with us. It's twenty seconds. People, check it out. You can get twenty percent off with code forty. We don't get any money out of it. It's got nothing to do with that. Um, but you can get twenty uh, percent off. Play that, and then let's get into the ballot stuff. So Wilco, you've got about twenty seconds to get the lawyer on the phone ready. Right, try play it. One man every hour every day is diagnosed with testicular cancer. We want to help raise awareness about the ball busting disease which is the most common form of cancer among men ages 15 to 35. For this reason we are happy to promote Manscaped products on the Long Run Podcast as they have teamed up with Testicular Cancer Society to educate and entertain while spreading a very important message about early detection and self-screening to protect yourself against men's health issues and cancer risk. Me and the boys were lucky enough to be sent a performance package for each, which is everything a man needs. To get 20% off and free shipping, head over to manscaped.com and use promo code 40 on checkout. There we go yep. then, folks. Please. Important uh, message. Yeah, that is an important message. And also, if you go to manscaped.com, you can get 20% off and free shipping using the promo code forward if you want to help them help fight testicular cancer, which is obviously a cause great. So, I mean, I, I know two or, three, two or three work colleagues who um, have um, had that, and um, fortunately, they're okay. But um, it's, it's obviously, you know, it's a very important message. So uh, we're happy to endorse that. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Right, I tell you what, right let's go then. just quickly through the chat because we've, again, guys, thanks ever so much for getting involved. If you're listening to the podcast, we have this chat thing that goes on. So anybody's listening or uh, watching live, sorry, on YouTube or Facebook can comment. So we've got a few here. Um, questions, cigarettes, coffee and other bad habits. Any suggestions on breaking the habits? Uh, yeah, don't do them. Uh, I, I just, yeah, don't start. Go cold turkey. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'd, I yeah, I'd uh, say that as well as an ex-smoker, definitely. Yeah, just go cold. I thought, Kim, uh, Tobin, I thought this was good. Uh, Ed, have you seen this? I thought <laughs> you had Ant Middleton with you. Hi, Eddie George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know who uh, Ant Middleton is, Google it. Uh, evening, lads, and Eddie. Now, what's that? Uh, Ian Wilson. 
What's he trying to imply there? Uh, what do you guys think? We're coming on to that. Uh, Penny, Penny, we've got a question from you later. We'll get on to that. Uh, where are we? Uh, Fletch is talking about orange chocolate. That is should be banned, Fletch. Orange chocolate should be made illegal in no. all countries. It's Rubbish. not right. No, no, no it's not what. Can you hey, you on chocolate on orange chocolate? Oh, he's Me? gone again. No, no. He's so upset by it, he's walked out. No, he's he gone. said it's the best thing ever. I'm with Toby on orange chocolate. Orange oh, chocolate's all right. I'm going to start my own podcast. It's going to be called We Hate Orange Chocolate. And it's going to be me <laughs> ranting and raving about man. orange chocolate. Well, you wouldn't be having the chocolate, though, for being a vegan. No, I, I despise vegan orange chocolate. But uh, where else are we? Uh, what do all the uh, Berlin... Right, OK, look, so let's get into the main chunk of the what we want to talk about this week, which is the um, London Marathon ballot. It's the uh, thing that everybody's been talking about this been talking week. About. Now, uh, just as uh, I'm going to put this straight out there, OK? I emailed London Marathon events, right? And I told them that we are going to be talking about this today. And I got Wilco to check it to make sure, you know, that I wasn't being naughty and it was, you know, nice. And it was genuinely a nice email. Wilco, be fair, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, very yeah. well worded, mate. It's very upbeat and nice. Yeah, and I just said, thanks for everything you do, saying on them lines. And, but basically, can you let us know the process of the London Marathon ballot? We're, we're not that particularly bothered about the two-week delay because, personally, I understand that with, with all the issues, and we'll come on to that in a second. But it's, it was un- wanting to understand the process of the London Marathon ballot mm. because that's what I think grates people up, right? And and then when you get the delays, then that obviously adds more uh, stress around the whole situation. Now, we've, we've sent that over to them. I use the email that's on um, the London Marathon Instagram page. There's a contact us. Just I'm telling you just for complete transparency so they can't moan at me for, for this because I went to via their Instagram page. I have in the past sent them messages on Facebook Messenger. They don't respond to that. I also have telephoned them this week. And uh, so it was this week. Yeah, whenever it was. Uh, and they said that nobody's available. You have to go in via the the comment, you know, the, the website sort of stuff. But there was nobody available to talk to. So I've tried as best I can to talk to them to get, a, you know, to give some proper information that we can then give to you guys who are listening to this podcast or listening live because we feel that you know to be ultra transparent to give both sides of the not the argument because it's not an argument, absolutely but, you know, yeah we're very yeah. conscious of the fact that we don't want to just be shouting slagging someone no. off we always want no. to give and this absolutely. is true to anybody that we deal with and any yeah. company any individual yeah. we will always offer the right to reply for people so if yeah. um, things come up and we're quite absolutely. happy to accommodate whoever you know of any persuasion anything whatever it is we're always yeah. happy to get people on and think it's just a bit unfortunate that they haven't managed to get back. Yeah, to us so like. they haven't. But that, uh, uh, mm, that, I was going to say they haven't bothered to reply, but it's strong. But they haven't. They haven't replied. Now that could be a multitude of reasons, but we're still open if they want to come on and, and tell us. I also invited them on, by the way, the podcast. So just as a heads up, um, but we do find with London Marathon events they are a bit hands off, which again I I don't particularly like very much. I think these companies should be more involved uh, and less secretive about what they're doing. Um, and be more transparent with us all because at the end of the day we're giving them money. Um, so the I did some research, genuine research on this, right? The Great North Run ballot closed on the 21st of February. Now, if I've got some of these dates wrong, bear with, okay? Because again, I've I've just knocked these out on Google. I've only taken the information off Google, and that was drawn on the 25th of February. So that was like a four or five day. Well, actually, there. you know, they were they would they closed on the 21st, and people were saying, I've got a place. They were firing them out by the end of that day. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because the twenty fifth today, and people have known sort of, you know, Monday, Tuesday morning. It was immediate. exactly right. Berlin closed late November, early December, and that was drawn the week commencing tenth of Jan. Right. So what's that? Six weeks at best ish. Yeah. Royal Parks closed second of February, and it was drawn out. I've got it down as the fourth of Feb with the second ballot the fourteenth of Feb. I think that's about right for memory. Mm-hmm. London landmarks was what did we say was it three weeks? It was August. I I sent out because like we've got a running group at work, so um, I'm always pushing this sort of stuff. As soon as these ballots come out, I'm saying, oh, you've got until such such. So, and yeah, that was the 23rd of August, 
and uh, people found out on the 15th of September. So, yeah, yeah. that's the best part of three weeks. Going abroad uh, after Berlin, I said earlier, I've got Chicago. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of Chicago, but uh, according to the stuff I've read, six weeks for non-guaranteed entry in terms of the ballot. Um, and what else? What else? And so, so London, right? And by the mm. way, if you think... Well, I'll, just say, I'll just say that yeah. I got... Um, I applied to go in the ballot for the Dublin Marathon on the 3rd of January and then two weeks later had a place. Right, okay, yeah. Now, again, I'll just point everybody to, was it last week's or the week before's podcast where we talked about what happens if you get a place, what happens if you don't get a place, right? Because we have spoke about this. There's other things to do than worry about the London Marathon, right? It's a great event, you know, whatever, major, all that sort of stuff. But there are incredible races out there. And ours even giving you the stuff that's actually happening on the same day. Now, London Marathon, right? Closed on October the 9th, I believe. And we were meant to get the results, which kept changing, but week commencing the 21st. Now, that has been delayed until March the 14th, right? So without the delay, I worked it out to about 20 weeks. Now, personally, I don't understand why, for any reason at all that it takes 20 weeks to work it out. Now, I appreciate that the current situation, right, because the, the situation we're in is not normal because of the amount of, uh, and think about it like planes being out of position around the world, right? They've got to move stuff about because of how many charity entries are out there. Uh, and they've been trying to buy back charity places, by the way. They're offering to buy back I don't know the exact number, but I got an email about it and there was a number of charity places they were happy to buy back. You've got all the good for age people. You've got um, all the club entries chucked into the mix as well. So they have a displacement in terms of the whole situation. So this year, actually, I think we could probably cut them a bit of slack. Right. Mm. I think that's a fair thing to do in terms of this year. I think that's absolutely fine. You know, two weeks extra is not the end of the world i i, I think totally as well understand. that they could they could have feasibly with all this they could have said well we won't have a ballot at all merrick khan said on well, facebook well, that he was surprised yeah. that we couldn't have a ballot that we had a ballot at all and uh, yeah. well, i mean that point to the fact that you know your usual 25 to 1 shot that you're going to get in is going to be a lot bigger this year and we yeah, are going to be yeah i think that, that whatever happens they've got numbers that they've not not that they've not kept on top of but it's a it's an unprecedented event, I would say, for them. Okay, and being in October again, the whole thing's cocked up. But what what I would like to say, and I totally understand the frustration of people who are holding off on stuff uh, because they're waiting. You know, do they do? No, are they going to get a place? To be honest with you, I wouldn't wait. Just do your own thing. It ain't worth waiting for. Uh, is my advice to you. Don't get annoyed about it. It is what it is. Chance I ain't going to get a place. If you get one, great. But. I think going forward, London Marathon and London Marathon events really need to have a look at themselves in terms of their processes and how they work. They raise good money in terms of their foundation and it's put to good work, right? Supporting GB athletes and, you know, other stuff that they do. It's all on the website. You can check it out. Um, Obviously, I joke about how much money they make from the virtual marathon. Um, 40,000 additional people, you know, they probably making well quite a lot of money on that. Um, but they do put money into the foundation, which does go to good work. So fair play to them, right? But I do think that they need to invest that money and sort out this whole ballot mess. There's absolutely no reason after this year, right, for it to take 20 weeks. Not and of course, they're only going to have six months to do it this year, whereas well, they would usually have 12. And the Great North Run has got 60,000 runners or 50,000 runners, whatever it is, and they've done it in four days. Now, they all use – now, they all use – I'm guessing they must have the same t- sort of technology. But what, I don't understand why London Marathon take that long. I, I, I don't get it. Now, I know they have a lot more charity places, you know, the gold bond places and all that sort of stuff. But surely so does the Great North Run. And this is why we wanted to email them, because to under- it, it makes no logical sense with the technology that's out there in the world right now. Mm-hmm. There is no reason for any of us. We should all put in in October, whenever it is, or in April, like we go back. In a week's time, they go, Bosh, you've got a place. Thanks very much. We can then plan out the rest of our year and then start our training accordingly when it is. And it also, I think that helps. Sorry, Wilco. I think that would help. More importantly, the people who then go and get a charity place, right, would then give them more time to try and raise the money. Because raising sponsorship is hard. 
And if surely it would also, surely it would also help the organisers themselves to get it all out of the way early. Yeah, I, I just don't understand it. And now, I, I, one thing I would say, I, people have been saying, "Oh, it's because they've got to sort the celebrities out and all this." That's not the case. The celebrities they go via the charities. They get places by the charity, and they raise a lot of money for the charity. So I would say that's necessarily incorrect on the London Marathon, right? Those people they generally get um, they go through via a charity, and they raise a lot of money for the charity. So give them a break if you you know if you're thinking mm-hmm. that you know you're being done wrong by by some celebrities and stuff because that won't impact the ballot and things like that. But I do think London Marathon events, you know, I've I've gone after them because of what they did to us and making us all go inside when that COVID was rife. Um, but put that to one side, I do think they really do need to have a look at this. I think it's mm. it's enough now. This they're frustrating us too much. To, to I just don't see why you can't get it done in a week. It just makes it no sense. When everybody else is doing it. What do yeah, you think? I Ed? Just... See, I think I don't I, I don't disagree with a lot. But I think the difference with London is they always open their ballot around the time of the event. Mm. You know? And then day and the other week, at the time that roughly you start your training period for the marathon. You know? Obviously, they open it when the event's on because that drives a load of interest and you've got all those people sitting at home watching on the telly or travelling up on the train or travelling back after watching it live or whatever get more ballot entries which ultimately gives the charities more a bigger pot of people to pull to you know so it gets them the exposure at that end but it is totally does get frustrating when you're sitting here however many months later and you're still waiting for a result and i think the only thing that wound me up i'm not there i'm in the ballot i'm in the ballot every year everyone's in the ballot every year runs aren't they pretty much but um the only thing i don't quite grasp is why they waited until the week they were supposed to announce it to say oh we're going to do it in another two weeks you know i don't yeah. see why they just they would have known well, they, kept, they kept pushing back it to be honest with you yeah. they had they had a charity call a virtual charity call about the like a zoom call introducing mm. the virtual relay and um, virtual relay the virtual challenge thing whatever it's called you know at the back end of january they'll get yeah. all the charities ready to get that so they could then buy the places so they could flog those to people who don't get into the the main ballot so they might at some point that the process has just got on top of them again totally understand that because this is unprecedented what they're having to deal with all the different places all over the places some charities haven't got places filled and you know they're giving places back and all this sort of stuff it is generally a right mess but what i would say please to london marathon right you you, you do a great job it's it is a world-class leading event, right? Raises so much money for so many good causes. But you do need to look at how you're doing the ballot. Mm. But also all that business at the expo and all that, you need to you need to stop and, and behave yourselves a little bit and start thinking about look at how the Great North Run you know operates and you know some of the other big events in the world. Mm. The expo's good, but give us a choice to go there. Yeah, because some people don't want to be schlepping all the way down from, you know, Newcastle or wherever they got to come down, and, and then it's busy on Saturday. Just give us a choice. Uh, we might be able to, you know, save a bit of money by sending, you know, doing different. It's a good opportunity for them to take stock about how they organise things and maybe think, yeah. be open minded about yeah um, making changes and stuff like that, and consult people. Perhaps ask people more what they want and what how they'd yeah. like things to be organised, and take yeah. heed of because of people's like observations. This. It's been like this for, what, 20 years, isn't it, right? But the world's changed in 20 years. And I- When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think they need to change. And hopefully they do, right? But at the moment, it just feels a little bit marketing heavy. You know, it just feels a little bit strong in terms of that they're doing this maybe for different reasons than they did before. So hopefully now, mm-hmm. because of this awful situation that we've all had to go through in terms of the pandemic and, and all that, that they're now able to sort of hit the reset button. And, and, and you know, there's no doubt that the, the, the actual race and everything they do is, is world class. We're not even discussing that. But please, uh, just, you know, they won't be listening to this anyway. Any problem I mean, it's but such just... a big, it's such a big event that we will, and um, we will keep trying. We will keep trying to see if someone can come on because it's the sort of thing that it doesn't matter what week it is. We can always accommodate people and talk to them whenever they like. Yeah, I, yeah, I generally want to we'll know. Do the first thing and try and um, pass them there on could, to you. There could be a genuine reason why it takes twenty weeks. There honestly could be, right? But you know, with technology being what it is, I mean, you think in, I'd love to know in Tokyo, right? Because if anybody knows, let me know in the comments, how long Tokyo, because someone's hearing me like 370,000 people going for that or something. So how do they, you know, how do they do it? So uh, yeah, I just, yeah, it's just a frustrating. I understand people's frustrations. Um, I get it. Me personally, I'm not that, I couldn't give two hoops. I think there's so many other great events out there to focus on. Um, if you get a place, awesome. If you don't, don't worry about it. Go and do, go and do some other things. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. it's not worth getting getting uptight and and upset about. It's just it's really not worth it. And it ain't gonna change. Us sitting here talking about it for twenty minutes ain't gonna change nothing. But we wanted to discuss it because you guys were you know were, were talking about it this week. It is it is on everybody's mind. I understand the frustrations, but an extra two weeks to be told that you ain't gonna get a place. Is it that? Is it really? Is it, is it yeah, really and please, please bear in mind, you know, that like Chris says, it is not the only show in town. There are plenty of yeah. other marathons that you can do, perhaps yeah. more local to you. If you want to test yourself and see if you can run 26.2 miles, there are other opportunities. Great. I did my first one up at um, up in Yorkshire. And it was great. You know, really good. Lots of people go. There's other favourites like Brighton and uh, Manchester. We're getting yeah. right into the thick of the marathon season, actually, aren't we? There's going to be people tapering soon. That's a good. That's an interesting point from Jason, and and that's the last thing I'll probably say on it. Um, they do have to be careful, London Marathon events, not London, you know, not, because they are getting tainted with a bit of a brush. The opinion is swaying the fact that it's all about the money because the fact that they're pushing again the virtual, right? And, and it's you know, as I said to you, you work out the math, listen to the other podcasts, which and I appreciate that will raise money, but you've got to be a little bit careful in terms of bit the perception of, of, you know, the people, they're always going to sell it out because of what it is. But, you know, you've got to be a bit smart about it. So hopefully at some point after they've sorted all this mess out, bless them. Um, and if you need some help, we'll send, happily send Toby over to, to help you out. I mean, he's brilliant, right, at eating. He's brilliant at driving electric cars into gates. And yep. he's quite good at computer skills. Although he um, still hasn't managed to sort out his production office, if you look behind. So, for example, if you was going on a Zoom call, right, interview with London Marathon events, and you showed up and that was behind you, they'd immediately say, no, thanks, Toby. So I think you should change it up and be a little bit more presentable, don't you? It's rustic. (laughs) (laughs) But but you've got to remember, I have got mint matchmakers to offer. And that are they vegan? Are they so, vegan? Are they vegan? Um, I, I don't, don't really. Care. Oh, I tell yeah. you what. I, t- <laughs> I tell you what. I sent um, Scion this week. Hang on. <clears throat> Sorry, going down wrong. Uh, it's Mrs. Fultz trying to kill me with this. I wanted a bottle of water. She said, "No, we saved the money." So she's filled me up with this orange stuff, and it's just killing me. Um, but the uh, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that. But no, uh, I put Scion to listen to this right. Pota- no, it's potato, sweet potato katsu curry oh, from Sainsbury's. Oh, let me know in the comments if you tried it. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable, people. So get involved. Big shout out to Sainsbury's if you want to sponsor the pod. We're not really open to sponsors, but you've got loads of money. Oh, Sainsbury's got loads of money. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. We're, we're not. Yeah, we won't, um, we won't sniff at Sainsbury's. No, because they've got this plant-based range. Because obviously, I've been you know ninety percent vegan at the moment. It is seriously, seriously good. Mrs. Ford loaded me up the other day. Oh, it is so good. 
Toby, you need to get involved in that. Instead, instead of like making your own that looked horrible the other day, you need. He sent me. His, he made his own katsu curry the other day for him and his girlfriend, and he didn't. And he sent a picture of him. It looked disgusting. But mine, oh, top quality work lunch that was. Right. Shall we? Um. I, I, to be what? fair, Wilco, I, I thought I'd got. I thought I was quite passive on that. You was yeah, worried for nothing. Me. Yeah, it's okay. I, I, uh, that was I, not how I imagined it at eight o'clock this morning. Nah, I know. I, I, I sat and think, thought about it today. There was one half of me who really wanted to go after him, and then oh, there's even, the other oh, half. Of, there was all sorts of stuff dropping in the uh, WhatsApp chat yesterday about yeah, that. Yeah, London Marathon again. Oh and Christ! I thought, what's actually? What's, yeah, what's the upside really of of tearing into him? No, I think no it's a, no. In seriously, though, there's no point belly aching about what's happening. What's happening is nah. happening. What yeah, we're exactly. trying to do is hopefully open a few eyes that perhaps yeah. people might think that in the future we might be able to improve on things. Yeah, exactly. Start a conversation in the fact of maybe actually they could do something a little bit better. And you know what? If we all sack off the virtual marathon thing, maybe they won't do it and they'll concentrate on doing other stuff. Um, you know, that could be it. If, if people don't sign up for that virtual marathon, they've got 40,000 places and we, you know, we do talking with our feet and go and do like, let's call it, wrong word, but proper events, instead of doing that, like the Loch Ness Marathon that's on the same day, and sack that off. Um, you know, because it, 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 I don't know. I, I still, personally, I still feel like it devalues the London Marathon medal, the fact that the same medal's going out for the virtual. I, that's my own opinion. You're still covering 26.2 miles which on the day, which should be celebrated, and you're doing amazing things, especially if you're raising money for charity. But personally, I think there should be a distinguishing feature about the two medals um, because I think, that's, you know, that's, that's a little bit strong um, in terms because it's because it's a, a major. Do you know what I mean? I think it should be a little bit different. But uh, maybe that's a, a discussion for another day. Right. So what do we got in terms of questions? Uh, people a brilliant um, segueing question from yeah. Jonathan Winter. He said uh, last year he ran his first marathon in 3.52. Good mm. time there. Uh, I'll be running. He has got a place to thirds for the 2022 London Marathon. I think mm-hmm. of aiming for about three hours 40. Is that realistic? Mm-hmm. Could he go faster? Uh, I, I don't know. know where you are in terms of your training, Jonathan. I don't know how much, how much miles you're doing, how much, how many times a week you're running, you know, what's your 5k, 10k half time, how much speed work you're doing. I, it's a bit, I mean, everything's achievable. Uh, 12 minutes over the marathon distance, I think, is a big ask. Uh, I'd probably look for 3.45 first uh, and then go down from there. Uh, and then if you go below 3.45, then do. But why put the pressure on yourself? Just say to yourself, I'm going to run under 3.50. Job done. Take all that excess what about, of... what about the fact he's going for this at, um, at London where it's going to be busy and stuff? Yeah, I mean, well, you say that, but I've seen people breeze through. You get, you can get some air. You can get some space uh, at London. You can find a little bit of space. Uh, it's harder, I think, the later you go out. But if, if, if you know, the sort of time he's looking at, uh, he might get away with it. He might get some clean air. But, yeah, personally, Jonathan, without say, knowing what your training is like, I would say go with the... Uh, mindset of I'm going to try and run under 350 and see what happens. Uh, what do you reckon, Ed? Oh, is he there? Well, he's not there. He's Are you still up. awake, Ed? He's like no. Alan, he falls asleep halfway through the pod. <laughs> I was old. <laughs> Ed, did you hear the question? I'd love to be at 352 myself. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that is a big jump, like you say. It's a big that's a big. A big amount of time, and I would be looking at three forty-five as a target, and then anything under that as a bonus. But like yeah. I say, you need to know where your training is, where where you're up to at the moment. Sort of yeah, thing. I think yeah, I think that's I think that's the case. Um, Ed, I think next week Tobe's going to be sending you a little package. Don't worry, it's not anything naughty. It's probably a Wi-Fi booster. Um, if you get a message <laughs> from, from Tobe, it's a Wi-Fi booster. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the best way to answer jumping. But also, you know. Drop us an email um, and, uh, you know, we can always help you out. Or, good plug, sign up for some of our coaching. Give us a – we'll do a virtual clinic with you. There you go. How about that? www.40runs.com. Well, I hope that helps, John. Yeah. Anything else, Ty? What, what else? Because there's loads going on. Thanks, guys. Keep them coming in. And, and by the way, shout out everybody who's sent in emails. We've literally been – now we're getting more people watching and listening to this thing. The email 
inbox has gone mental. We're going to do three today, but I appreciate there's loads more. We will try and get to them. Some of them are more time sensitive than others. We don't want to do what we did before, which was like read someone's out whose event like happened three weeks ago. Um, we, will, <laughs> we will try. Like, because I know next week we, there's one email about the um, uh, Cambridge. No. Chelmsford half, we'd help if I know what he was. So we will get on to the time sensitive ones as well. So keep them coming in. What's the email address, Wilco? Longhandshow at gmail.com. We ought to get a Boy secretary. Done. Boy done well. Uh, admin hashtag, where are you? Um, and <laughs> yeah, so get that, get those in. Right, so what else have we got? Because there's, there's, there's loads. Yeah, there's, there's lots of comments on there about, say, London is not the be all and end all. There's yeah. various marathons around some people said that they put the big half which is see the first half of london marathon backwards so if you want to yeah I'm, I'm, to I'm doing that again this year week it's before right. the great north run i think it was well priced i think tobe you said that didn't you mm. yeah no, 44 quid pretty reasonable i was i was well comparatively i was quite surprised at the price it was yeah yeah no uh i would uh mm-hmm. I, I yeah i think that's a that's not bad not a bad price for that, actually, considering some of what, what was Royal Parks? Apart from Daylight Robbery, what was it? Like 60-odd, wasn't it? Yeah, it's not Again, they need to have a look at themselves um, as well, because that's just... Uh, yeah, that's just we'll have a go at them next week. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, have I had a go at anyone? I, I thought I'd been really well behaved. I had a go at no one. No. Yeah, we've you know probably I mean? got about 16 minutes left, so you never know. Talking about the prices of things, I once someone I used to run with once said to me they weren't prepared to pay more than like they had a, they had a number, a financial number per mile that they wouldn't pay for in a race. If like, and I wondered if anyone has ever worked it out. Like, so the London Marathon cost you two quid a mile, you know, Royal Parks cost you a fiver a mile, stuff like that, you know. So I, where I, is I, the value? I'd be honest with you, I'd rather sit in front of TV and eat than do that. I just well, put yeah. it out there. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, oh, Jonathan Winter. My current half is one hour thirty-seven. Well done. And my five k. Yeah, I personally, Jonathan, based on your five k, you need to, you need to, you need to get down and get that speed into that. If you're running um, over twenty-minute five k's, you need to knuckle down your speed, concentrate on that, and really get some speed. Get that under twenty minutes, and that will help your training. So really knuckle down on those those really short. Um, race distances and, and get that under 20 minutes and that'll give you confidence going into whatever you're running but you need to get that uh, speed work in if you're running over 20 minute 5k's and you want to go Admin's down to that piped sort of up. she says she'll sort everything out during her week's holiday yeah I'm not talking to her she's gone up she's gone <laughs> she's flying off of her pilot boyfriend to St. whatever it is and left us in the lurch for a week I mean what's I mean you've got to feel sorry for all the runners in Broxbourne Hartford and all that, we're left to me and Toby for a week. I mean, it's going to be murder, I, I really. don't know. You know, when she got, got the whistle out, didn't she? When she's... Yeah, that was frightening. Yeah, you saw, I saw no, a different that was frightening. then. Yeah, that, that was, scorpion. That was, that, yeah. Oh, you got the scorpion. Yeah, you got the scorpion. We'll have to explain one week what the scorpion is to uh, our listeners. We'll, let, let us know um, when you want us to discuss that. We'll talk about it. It's a great session. It's, it's called Scorpion. It's its tail. That's why it's called it's Scorpion. It's people. Um, right, sh- boys, should we do some emails? Because do we some are, emails. We- Running out of time. Uh, and again, I've been organised this week. I printed them. Um, right, hang on. I'm going to do this one first because I didn't know the answer. So I asked someone who knew, who knew more than me. Sure. Right, so here we go. So Ian, this is from oh, Andrew Fowl. Fowl. Get apologies if I pronounce, and I will pronounce his name wrong. Um, evening, lads. I pulled my solius, soli, as you know, solius muscle in my calf. S-O-L-E-U-S. Everyone get on Google. Tell me how to pronounce it. He's, he's pulled that six weeks ago. Tried to carry on, but I've now had to stop. Does anyone know what I can do? Right? Here we go. So I reached out, like I said earlier, to Monica, uh, MFB Osteo, friend of the show. Check out the episode she did because it was really, really cool. Uh, I'm going on to Instagram. If anybody's on Instagram, don't message me now because it will confuse me. Uh, so she said, is it Andrew? Yeah, Andrew. You need ice, uh, the muscle injury, gentle stretching, calf stretch with a bent knee, roll it with a tennis ball, strengthen calf plantar flexors, bracket solus with calf raises, calf raises from the ground, then progress to a stair, always with the knee slightly bent, 
for soulless activation. Start with both legs, then do single leg. Aim for two sets times 20 rep for each, building up to four sets. Now, I appreciate you wouldn't have got none of that. So listen back to this podcast about 100 times because that will help we need us hits. go up the charts. All right. So anyway, that's on now. But message Monica Blackburn, MFB Osteo. She's a, she's a legend. But there you go. I've so, got to say that that all sounded a lot of pretty soulless, all them exercises. Yeah, but you've I'm got to do it, it, Wilco. If you're going to come back, you've got to come back strong. So yeah. it's important to get get you know get the proper advice and and do what they say. And actually coming on to that, because um, we had an email from Claire. Right now, Claire sent this in. I know probably about eight weeks ago. So <clears> sorry, Claire. Um, and one of the things she was talking about her injury. She's pulled uh, hamstring and, and all this sort of stuff. She's got landmarks. She's been to the osteo. But I'll be honest with you, she was asking about, um, you know, what to do. I, I personally would get some exercises off the physio and answer to your question two. We'll come on to question one. But I would I would get the exercises from a physio and get yourself a routine. Then maybe speak to a PT about getting some form of then strength and conditioning work outside of that to build up those muscles. You know, whether it's be swimming, whatever, or gym work or whatever it is. But I would personally speak to the physio to get yourself a programme to get that working. Um, uh, long and short of it is uh, she's a member of 40 runs um, and, and being introduced by a lovely friend, Tony, big shout out, Tony. Um, Claire, thanks very much for being part of 40 runs. Um, now she's talking about being pretty slow. I don't think anybody's slow. Anybody who says they're slow, you're wrong. You're not slow. You're a runner. So behave yourself. Um, she runs seven minute Ks, which I think is good on average. Yeah. Um, but she'd like to be a little bit faster, but my heart rate, goes off the scale now firstly are you wearing a heart rate monitor i doubt it and have you set your zones probably not so anybody who says that to me please don't tell me that you 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 know you've not got a heart rate monitor unless you've got a heart rate monitor you'll never know properly or you've been on the treadmill done you know the proper work so i wouldn't necessarily take too much notice to your heart rate unless it's a concern when you then should speak to your doctor put that out there we'll go let the lawyer know um a pb 5k was six seconds under 30 minutes uh, but the whole route was downhill. So that's good. Well done. 30 minutes. I would say, like everybody, Jonathan, I just mentioned it. Getting faster, you need to be doing um, slower efforts. So easy pace is easy pace, people. You know, I took some ladies out the other day when we was doing our ladies session. She ran 31 minute 5K. I made her run 5K in about 38 minutes. And I showed her how easy that felt. So she was talking the whole way. Both of the ladies I was with in my group, um, because nobody else wanted to come with me. Only two people. Everyone else went with Sabrina and Tyler. I don't know what that is. Um, but basically, they ran easy. And we'd done 38 minutes. And I showed them how easy pace should feel. We was chatting the whole way. They weren't out, particularly out of breath. You know, they'll very well within themselves. So you've got to do work easy. So then when you come up to those higher efforts, so use your 5K part run, like I just said to Jonathan, to really gun it and really get some times in there and really push yourself harder than you think you can actually run and really work on the quality and on, on those speed sessions to increase the work. You need to be doing in the middle of that, your medium efforts. So like we spoke about the other week, I think we were co about lactate threshold running and, and yeah. you know, that sort of stuff for Fletch Hills, building the stamina and working, you know, strengthening those muscles. But you know, those medium efforts where you are running, uh, you know, between your sort of five, 10 K pace to give you an idea, that's where you need to be on those and try and, you know, get that up at some point, you know, to 45 minutes. You don't want to do any more than that. You just start wrecking your body. But you want to be trying to do that. Even if you're doing it for 20 minutes and then, you know, put a warm up and a cool down in there. But make it a concentrated effort. And that's how you will be build your speed. But have the confidence to run fast over a shorter distance. But you need to give 100% in terms of effort. Um, I think what, what we tend to find is with a lot of people who say they're slow, is they're frightened to push themselves because they're frightened to see what that feels like. And we showed it again at the ladies group the other night. We had them doing sprints uh, to show them what speed's there and, and then actually pushing them through that. And they were going, all oh, right, actually, okay, I can run fast and I think I can run. And and that's the, it's that mental block in which you're frightened to go out of that. So change your runs up. You know, don't just go out, do three miles at the same pace because you ain't getting, you ain't going nowhere if you want to, you know, really get quicker. Use your, use your 5K to, you know, really go for it, part run, whatever, increase your times. 
put some medium efforts in there. I said between that five, 10 K pace, whatever that is. And then make sure that your easy stuff is easy. Um, yeah, so we'll be expanding it. on that sometime over the next few weeks. Yeah, had anything to add to that? We were going to talk about that, weren't we? Yeah. What's that, Ed? No, exactly right. Just, just work on the short stuff. Just work on the short stuff and keep pushing. I remember when we did a lot, when we were doing a lot of training midweek speed sessions before the mm. Wednesday a few cool. years ago. Yeah. We were doing a really hard session and then... But the Dave's sessions were like they were like 150 meters of all out, absolute. He killed me. He used to kill yeah. me on a Wednesday night. Absolutely kill me. He come up with his sessions on his watch and he chat at me. Went to go. Oh, it was awful. But it was good fun, bruv. Because I tell you what, it really helped. They were game changers. They were game changers. Right, last email because I know we're pushed for time. Where's 53 minutes gone? Oh, no. I don't know. It's mental, isn't it? It's it's uh, it's just it's just crazy. Anyway, and. I still it will come. Just putting this out there. I'm still not upset anymore. Um, right. So Penny, uh, friend of the show, uh, cut three questions. So we'll back through these quickly. Uh, uh, Q2 quickly. What's the best GoPro for beginners? Uh, I would go and get the Insta 360 Go 2. It's like a little little thing. It's up here. I'll type. What? What? Yeah. He's Podcast people, you won't see it. But it's basically, it's just like a little thing. About this big, and that's it. Uh, so it's about oh, if yeah, you're on the podcast, small. it's about oh, what's how big is that? That's about the size palm of, of my hand, it goes into the palm of your hand, all right. And and it's all self sufficient, no memory cards. And you can stick it it's to your it's It's all right, it's not brilliant, it's all right. Um, actually, no, it's very good if you're listening from Insta 360s, it's, it's amazing. Should have said that, man. Um, hashtag unpaid, uh, right. So, and then, um Tips for increasing speed, Penny, we just mentioned it. Crack on with that. And then lastly, what uh, you eat, can what you eat affect your running? Has recently made a decision to go vegan. Welcome on board the vegan train toe. See that one, I did uh, Down uh, and uh, uh, I've gone. And t- my times are improving or is it due to marathon training? So she's wondering whether her diet is what's improving her times. I would say actually it's probably a combination. Um, I think uh, improving your diet, not necessarily going vegan, you know, improving your diet, what you're putting into your body makes a huge difference. If you look at Toby, he could probably run a three hour marathon if he didn't eat and live on KFC every night of the week. And it's the, the same thing. Speed diet's official. Speed goat diet works for him. But... <laughs> oh, dear. No, Toby, you ain't coming on. Right. Have a sponsor slot to, to publish your own book on this podcast. You ain't doing it. And by the way, who's Jeff? Just put who's Jeff? Out. Why have you got the name Who? Jeff? Anyone listening? On, on, we've got our names right on on it. So we've got Eddie Wilco, Forty Ballot, and he, why have you? Why are you Jeff? So it's taken you fifty five minutes and fifteen <laughs> yeah. minutes beforehand to realise my name's Jeff. Yeah. So who is Jeff? What's that reference Jeff? to? Yeah, it's just Jeff, isn't it? You know, bloke Jeff. So basically, if anything goes wrong, you can blame Jeff. It, it's a worry, isn't it? Oh, do you? It, it, it is a worry. So we blame Jeff. I, I think we blame Alan because he's not here. So we've done a year, nearly a, a year's worth of Friday nights, and he's finally mm. cracked. Yeah, we've cracked him. He's um, we'll crack him. Right, anyway, uh, eating, I don't think, actually, yeah, vegan, great. I mean, Al could tell you all about that if he was here, but he's not. Um but the plant-based thing, yeah, I do it, you know, 90% or whatever I can try and get in because I'm trying to generally try and get more goodness into my body as I'm marathon training, right? Uh, that You know, we know all the science behind eating well. So um, there's benefits of that. But I do think the two go hand in hand. Your marathon training, you're increasing your miles, you're training harder, you're probably putting more into it, you're feeling good about yourself. And a lot of that comes from the diet because you're putting goodness into your body. I think that's probably... A fair assumption, unless anybody out of that. Boys, you got any? Well, to just to that? say that we're um, hoping that one of our star guest stars that come on in the next few weeks will, you know, hopefully be able to impart some nutritional advice, and we'll be able to uh, expand yeah. on that a little bit more. So, thanks yeah, so we much do, for we your questions. Yeah. So, uh, Tobe, just because um, we are, I can't believe it's fifty-seven minutes. Uh, have we got uh, anything in the uh, chat? Thanks again, everybody, for things. And if you want to uh, send something in about 
you know, need some help with your running or, you know, or just want to have a chat, really, just send in an email to something.com at gmail thing. What is Wrong it? show at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, send that in. And, uh, Tobe, is there anything else in there uh, in terms of um, input? Anything else we need to... We need to not, not, get sorted. Not question wise, but I mean, Jonathan no. Winter again is is agreeing with the the virtual is that it, it did its job in twenty twenty when obviously mm. there was no London Marathon, but now they're pushing it a bit and it's wearing a bit thin for some people. I'd be interested to know: Are people still doing virtual events? Like, are you still are are you taking part? I know some people do like the monthly miles thing for for a charity, which is great. You know, they, they help charities out in terms of, you know, sponsorship, unrestricted funding and all that. That's great. Uh, and they, they do have a place. But are people still doing those in mass numbers? I'd be, you know, I think maybe sending email. Them in two, really. I think that the um, the whole challenges thing really kicked off during the uh, mm. during the lockdown. And everything. I think people have still got an appetite for doing sort of like stuff over a month. Like we've, we, yeah. you know, we've just had the February sort of thing. stuff that's different. But when it comes, I'm not sure people are still going to be doing virtual 10Ks, virtual halves, things like that. I'm sure they're going to be dead in the water. I think Landmarks did theirs, didn't they? Yeah. Landmarks, but they did it the complete. So they've kept it completely separate from the whole London Landmarks event and made it a 10K and a, a complete month earlier. Yeah, I'm worrying. I'm wondering whether Mel House has managed to get off that letterbox. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if she licked it like she does with all her barcodes when they come through a bushy park run. What? I'm just saying, put it out there. So, Ed, what was you going to say on that? Yeah, I like. I mean, I still do one of the challenges, if you like, mm. every year because it's quite nice. It keeps you keeps your training ticking over as well. Mm. I mean, my one started the same one every year. It'll start in May, ends at the end of August, but it's really good. When you are Which one's that, mate? For something else. That's the, uh, it's called the Great Virtual Race Across Tennessee. It is. So it's put on by um, the guy who does the Bulky Marathons, their company. Right, okay. They do it. <clears throat> There's a map. You get chased by a virtual buzzard. You can't be behind the buzzard. And it works out, basically. You've got to run five miles a day for four months. But there are people who do it in a week or in two weeks. I think the, the bloke who won it last you did we did the whole course in like eight days or thirteen days or something ridiculous. Wow! Yeah, some Canadian guy. How much that cost, Ed? Uh, I think it's about forty quid. But they get, you get the, the other reason I do that one rather than I know there's Lands End to John O'Groats. There's a lot of them, and there's other ones you can do with Gus Hundreds. But because you don't get a medal, but you get these really chunky looking like belt buckles, which are apparently Ooh, quite traditional the proper for American things. Races. Oh, so it's proper ultra thing. thing. Yeah, oh, but, that's um, quite good. I'm not that. See, that's that's appealing. That is appealing. But if if you said to me, Great North Run are doing a virtual Great yeah, North Run medal, nah, I say, that. you know, I've got zero interest in that. Mm. Or like, I don't know, Edinburgh virtual marathon. No thanks. I've got, oh, look at this from it? Charlie. She's got 40 miles to go to complete Route 66. Well, you shouldn't months. be listening to this. You should be out doing them. Get out there, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, you can do both, actually, you know. 40 miles, that is potentially how many episodes, boys? Quick maths of the long run podcast. It's the year's worth, isn't it? About 36, isn't it? I'm just thinking, if you listen back to all of them, Charlie, you can help us get to number one position, UK podcast. Yeah. Just saying. Just wait, leave, Yeah, so go out again at half eight, Charlie, once we've um, managed to download it on the Spotify yeah. or Apple, and then... Uh, yeah. And get it out there. Imagine get it, that get number. It it's a charts. great effort, though. Well done. Right, yeah, get so, um, but I think I, I think that's it, there, boys. We, we've 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 got one last little question. We've coughed out as much oh, as we on. could possibly muster. One last What's little question from oh, Rizwan right. Patel: Where can I get my heart rates calculated? Uh, Jeff. Uh, oh no, sorry, who was it? Not <laughs> that's Jeff, that's you. Right, so okay. um, on that. Uh, okay, we, I think we've said about this before, me. The, the proper way to do it is to get on a treadmill in a lab and you know do it all properly, right? But what you can do if you've got like a heart rate monitor connected up to a decent watch, go out, you know, get some data over a good period of weeks uh, and then go and do a really high effort. You're looking to find your max heart rate uh, and then that will calculate your zones out for you via Garmin or whatever and now punch that in. That's that's how it usually works. So I did a video when I went and did the Cooper test 
I'm not saying that's the right way to do it. That's the way that some people do it, you know, and that's how far and fast you can run in. What was it? 12 minutes, I think. 12 it was minutes, running. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So try that. Um, that's one way, but you need you need to get a proper H, uh, HRM. You need to get it connected up. You need to get some data on there first so it understands, you know, where you're going. Try and give some data at night time as well, sleep patterns and all that sort of stuff, rest, because it's important. So it gets a real overview of the whole picture. And then, um, and then yeah, and then go out and do something like a Cooper test or a real max effort where you're going to be hitting that max heart rate and then it can calculate your zones a little bit more accurately and reset them. That's probably the best way without going to a proper facility to get that done um, correctly. Is that, yeah. I hope that helps, Rizwan. Thanks ever so much for your question. Um, I think that's, yeah, we're going to have to tie things up, aren't we? Um, Thanks ever so much, everybody, for joining us. As usual, um, during the week, send us messages on Facebook. You can email us at longrunshow at gmail.com. And we will, um, we always love your feedback and we'd always love to hear from you and uh, and we'll try and answer as many questions as we possibly can don't forget if you could put us a review on apple or spotify or any of the uh, podcast services that you were uh, used to share it with people it turns yeah share it share tell it your friends people. tell everybody you know because we're and then of course there is um the manscape offer please don't forget that manscape.com you can get 20 percent off a package with um using the promo code forward 40 and not just that, you get free shipping as well. So thanks ever so much for joining us. If you can't, we're here every Friday night but at 7 o'clock on YouTube and Facebook if Toby managed to get his techni- technical side of things sorted yeah. out. Otherwise, you can download us on a podcast, as as we just said, on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, anywhere else where you could possibly get a podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll rock up somewhere and you'll be able to get us under the long run, under long run show. So please... Please keep spreading the word and enjoy your running this weekend. Take care out there and we shall see you next week. Tobe. See you later, guys. Tobe, run those titles. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.